welcome tonight. It's great to have you all here. We're excited. We got four guys graduating tonight. We got Christian Rosal, we got Reggie Hill, Rex Seegers, and Brian McIntyre. One of the really exciting things that's a first, I think this is a first in his way history, is that we had two graduations on the same day. Because this morning, John Hodo in Atlanta was our seventh graduate. Um, and so they celebrated with him this morning. And then we have four guys graduating tonight. So this is a first. That's awesome, right? And uh, there you go. Also, just want to mention one other accomplishment this past week. Um, Skylar Finnamore graduated from Naha. And so... which is the North Alabama Home Builders Academy. And he's gotten his dream job now and he's working and doing well. And uh, so we're excited for that. And that's what this is about. This is about in every way of life, helping guys move from where they are to get a plat new plateau of success. And then from there, set a trajectory to accomplish things and become things that maybe um, trapped in addiction they could never dream or imagine could happen. So we're excited for Skylar and for all these guys and the accomplishments that they are experiencing. Um, so Mike Ross, our program director, is going to lead us in a prayer, and then I have a few words I want to share with you before we uh, honor our graduates. Father, we thank you for celebrations. We thank you that we can, there's so much in life to rejoice about, and tonight is a night of rejoicing. Father, we rejoice with Austin as he celebrates another year, and we rejoice with the men who will be graduating tonight. For Christian, Brian, Reggie, and Rex. And Father, we rejoice with the hard work that they've put in. And Father, for the future that's in front of them. And we pray, Father, for your blessing upon them, that you would help them, Lord, to continue to grow, to continue to find great meaning in life. And that, Father, you would help them, Lord, to help others who are needing to find a place to get sober a place to find sobriety who are struggling and that you would help them to be lights, Lord, to others and help others to get on the right path so that, Father, we can just continue to make a great difference in the community. We just pray that you would bless this ministry and all that we do. We do it for your glory, and we pray that everything that we do here would bring you honor and praise and would help men find freedom. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the things that tonight's about, and really his way is about, it's about change. And one of the things I want to raise tonight is, when's the right time to change? You know, um, sometimes we look at ourselves, we look at the mirror, we think about our lives, and we say, you know, I'm, I'm, just, uh, I'm just too old to change, right? Can't teach an old dog new tricks. And sometimes we feel like we're too young to change, that we got too much life. We're not ready to quit. We're not ready to give up. We're not ready to try, stop trying this. And so we want to try one more time. And so we um, continue to pursue it. Sometimes we feel like it's too late or it's too soon. You know, and, and we all tend to procrastinate change, right? I'll get to that the first of the year. Then the first of the year rolls around. Oh, it's too cold. It's too whatever. It's too not right. And then you say, well, we'll start in the spring, we'll do something. And then the spring rolls around, and we go, well, let's try summer. 
and then football season, maybe by Christmas. And then we say, well, let's try next year. And we go through that cycle how many times? Because it's not easy to change. We're comfortable where we're at in some regard. And we're used to what we've been doing. And change is hard for all of us. You know, I'm proud of every guy who comes to his way because they make a decision to change. But that doesn't make it easy. That's just the first step in a long series of challenges. Because when you really change and you change everything, you change from the inside out, it's a radical transformation. And there's nothing I can hold on to. It's none of the things um, that I came with can I leave with. I have, to ch- I have to change. I have to change completely. You know, tonight, I find it interesting that we have four guys graduating who have chosen to change. We have one who's 63 years old. We have another one that's also 63 years old. And we have one who's 61 years old. So apparently, it's not too old to change, right? It's not too late. And then our fourth graduate came here when he was 19 years old. Now he's 20. Getting to be a man. (laughs) He got to go through the joy and celebration of being sung happy birthday to by all these guys. Like we did tonight. So it just strikes me that it's always the right time to change. Doesn't matter how old or how young you are, it's always the right time to change. You know, when John the Baptist showed up, his message was repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. He said, it's time to change. That, that the kingdom of God, the rule of God, the reign of God was coming and that you needed to be prepared because otherwise you're going to miss out. So repent. Get ready. Get prepared. Because the kingdom of heaven is near. And then when Jesus shows up on the scene, interestingly, he said the same thing. He said also, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. It's close. It's breaking in. It's here. It's arriving Be prepared because there's a change. And if you don't get ready for it, if you don't respond to it, you'll miss it. But unfortunately, sometimes we're so invested in our life that we're unwilling to let go of the things that change require. I think the Apostle Paul is a perfect illustration of that. And I wanted to read what he said about his own change. He says in Acts 22, I am a Jew born in Tarsus in Sicilia, but brought up in this city, educate the feet of Gamaliel according to the strict manner of the law of our fathers, being zealous for God as all of you are this day. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering to prison both men and women, as the high priests and the whole council of elders can bear me witness. From them I received letters to the brothers, and I journeyed toward Damascus to take those who were there also and bring them in bonds to Jerusalem to be punished. You see, Paul was an accomplished Jewish leader. He had arrived, right? He had everything he wanted. He was succeeding. He was top top notch. In fact, he'll say in Philippians, 
He'll say um, that he was uh, circumcised the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. So, I mean, he had done and accomplished everything you can imagine as a Jew. And so why change? I'm at the top of the top. And yet, he has an experience that he goes on to describe. As I was on my way and drew near to Damascus about noon, a great light from heaven suddenly shone around me. And I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I answered, Who are you, Lord? He said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but did not understand the voice of the one who was speaking to me. And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Rise and go into Damascus. There you'll be told all that is appointed for you to do. And since I could not see because of the brightness of that light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me and came into Damascus. And one Ananias, a devout man according to the law, well spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me. And standing by me, he said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. At that very hour, I received my sight and saw him. And he said, the God of our fathers appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear a voice from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to everyone of what you have seen and heard. And now why, why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. You see, there was a moment that was the right moment. And even Ananias tells Saul, why wait? Why, what are you waiting for? Now's the time to change. Now's the time. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, now. And later Paul will say of that in 2 Corinthians 6.2, In a favorable time I listened to you, and day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable day. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You see, the only day we have to change is right now. This is the moment we have. So why not change? Why not be different? Why not let God do what he created you to be? Do it in your life, now. I just want to encourage everyone who's come tonight. Don't just come here as a fan of these guys. Come here as a fellow traveler. Join the path of change. Join what God's doing. Maybe he'll change you more than he changes them. If you let him. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you, Father, that every moment you give us the opportunity to be different, to be changed, whether it be a bright light, whether it be a still small voice, whether it be some incident in our life, whether it be a, a moment of clarity, Father, whatever it is, help us to have the courage to seize that moment, to surrender in that moment, to let go in that moment, and to allow you to take hold. Father, bless these brothers who have accomplished what they've accomplished. It's merely the beginning 
of the transformation that you have envisioned for them. Help them to embrace the full change, the full transformation, the radical life that you have for each and every one of them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So our first graduate that I want to highlight is Christian Rosal. Christian, um, originally from Guatemala, came to this wonderful nation and uh, unfortunately got himself kind of in a little difficulties. He came here. And one of the things I appreciate at 19 years old when everyone would say at 19, you don't deal with your problems, you run away from your problems, you avoid your problems, stick your head in the sand, pull the cover up, let's pretend, let's just turn off the light, shut off the alarm, and let's not, not deal with that. He came here and dealt with it. And I'm proud of that. He's gotten done a lot legally to get things resolved. He had a bunch of cases built up that they were ready to ship him off back to Guatemala, and they dropped all that. He's legitimately here. He has a good job. He's moving forward in his life. And um, he's made some great growth and great progress. And so um, we have a, I, I, I would say we had a teenager come into this program and we're watching a young man walk out of it. Christian? Well, this is the second time I'm up here. Um, a little more comfortable this time. And some of y'all don't know me, but hey, my name is Christian, and I want to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm originally from Guatemala, and I was raised by my grandparents uh, without my mom neither. It was just my grandparents. Um, then I moved over here and started living with my mom. Um, for the longest time, I did what I wanted to do and not what I should have been doing. When I really got here, I started taking everybody as a role model of a dad and just started to grow and realize what my purpose was. Uh, while I was here, I learned a little bit from everybody and you know, a little bit about myself too and about who I really am. Um, really just helped me be accountable, helped me how to become a man, how to take care of responsibility and things that should get done and the way you should go about doing things. Um, and since this is my second graduation, I should talk a little about ARG. Um, it's really just, like I said, teaching me how to be a man, responsibility and commitment. Um, get us out of myself and help others as I got the help once. I'm just a really blessed person to be here today to talk to you guys and just praise God. Yeah, Christian, is, as he mentioned, um, he's our 75th graduate from our Advanced Recovery Group. He graduated three months ago from the nine-month program like the other guys are doing, and then he stayed on. And one of the things he's um, stepped up to is leadership, and he's taken on a lot of responsibility. Um, a lot's been entrusted to him, and he stepped up and handled it, and so we're proud of him and uh, want him to continue to do that. So we got this Bible for you to study God's Word and really make it permanent in your life. And we wrote something in it, so I want to read that to you, okay? It says, Christian, congratulations on completing the three-month program of the Advanced Recovery Group. You have completed a full year of recovery training. We commend you for your willingness and humility to make changes at such a young age. 
we're proud of you. While at his way, you've, become, you've begun to become a man. And then 1 Corinthians 13, 11 says, When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. We are proud of the man of God you are becoming. Stay true to your calling in Christ. So congratulations. And we have your uh, certificate here. It says, His Way proudly presents this certificate of leadership to Christian Rosal. He entered, sought, found, started living his way, is now successfully began leading his way, dated July 16th of 2022. So congratulations. So next to share with us is uh, one of our senior citizen 63-year-old men. That's right. Our, Mr. Rex Sagers. Welcome to His Way's first and only senior citizen graduation. <laughs> My name is Rex Sickers. Uh, I come here in October of 2020 to come to county jail on a $100,000 furlough. I've been locked up since 2018. Uh, when my lawyer recommended me come here, I'm not going to lie, I didn't want to come here because it was a faith-based place and I just wasn't close to God. I wouldn't. Uh, but best decision I ever made was, was to come here. Uh, I've been blessed so much. Uh, I can't tell you, I mean, I, I, just, it just, I can't say, I just can't talk about how much I've been blessed right here. Uh, I don't think I needed so much help with, with the drugs because prison kind of killed that for me, but uh, the, it was just a lot of things. I had a lot more issues than I realized, and this place will bring them out in you. It'll make you think about being accountable because a lot of times when we're out there doing what we do, we think we're not hurting anybody but ourselves, but we're hurting everybody, anybody close to us, anybody around us. So it's brought a lot of understanding to me. I mean, I, I just, I'm, things are so much clearer. I'm so much more peaceful with myself. And God has blessed me, man. I'm just, it just keeps on keeping on. Y'all know, I just, I, I got, when I read, when I finished the program, I, I went, went to work, moved into the place I'm living. And uh, my lawyer called me and said, you got to turn yourself back into jail. I said, oh, man, y'all said I wasn't going to have to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, you got to. I said, woo. Boy, I didn't want to, but I did. I went to turn myself back in. Had to stay four more days. Had a $100,000 bond. Had the money to make the bond, but I still going to owe the bondsman. But that's all that money I'd saved, and I just didn't want to do it, but I didn't want to stay in that jail either. And Michael Barquetta and my lawyers, they come, everybody his way, come to my rescue. I mean, the jailers that even come up, would you call them people and tell them we don't know when you're getting out, you know? So, but... I mean, and this, this prosecutor, she just don't let nobody go. She's, I mean, she just wants everybody to be in jail. She, and she just picked up my paperwork and looked at it and said, you know what, we're just going to non-process all this. So if you think God ain't in this house, you are so badly mistaken, you know. And, and he's, I mean, he's, he's blessed me, and, and, and I just, I, I, there's too many people, everybody here, Everybody his way knows what's, I mean, they know what they're doing, and they help so many people. And uh, the volunteers that come out, uh, Michael Barquetta, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people don't get any credit, but 
everybody knows Tom and, and Mike and, 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 and Daryl, Daryl Floor, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> and Miss Sherry over there, but, but way to a man's heart through his stomach. And she makes everybody here loves her, right? Because everybody, just, yeah, everybody loves Miss Sherry. Yeah. But you got a lot of other people here, like Blake Pevers and, and, I'm forgetting their people's names right now, you know. And I just told them I wouldn't. <laughs> but I, and I should have wrote it down like Tom told me to. But <laughs> that's a senior citizen in me, right? You know? Yeah. But uh, I just want to say this has been a, the best experience of my life. You know, I, I always thought you had to get high to have a good time. I've laughed here. I've laughed here and had more fun in this last nine months than I've ever laughed anywhere in my life. You know, this is just a this place is such a blessing, and 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 the people and all you new guys. I mean, there's so many new faces here, and I'm glad to see y'all here. Uh, take advantage of this because it will bless you more than you'll ever know. You know, uh, everybody says it's gonna be hard when they get out there. You know, it's gonna be because you're going, man. I isn't it? I mean, I'm not trying to be too cocky because I know what the Bible says, right? You know, you get too cocky, yeah, you will follow, but. I just, I'm, I don't have any temptations. I don't, I, I, and just stay around good people that's going to hold you accountable. Uh, the drug thing, I'm just, I'm, well, I'm getting, my, I'm, I'm just sitting in, like I say, prison rent that me. I'm getting a rocking chair. I'm, I'm out of that game. <laughs> now, I can't play with them no more. You know, I seen I was too old to play with them. I, I, yeah, I'm, you might not even get hit and you're going to be sore for three weeks, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, don't, don't give up on this program. And I, we had a brother I, I know left, left the other day, and it, it broke my heart, man, because I thought he had everything under control. So we can think we got everything under control, but without God, we don't. So you got to focus on God. You're going to have to. Uh, I mean, when I, when I first got here, I, I was reading Tommy giving the Bible studies, and I'm, I'm sitting there like one of them little dogs, you know, in the back window with his head bobbing up and down. Yeah. <laughs> He says, that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he looked at me like, yeah, you know you don't make no sense. <laughs> but it did. You know, it finally did come to me. And that was a, I guess if anything here, I've never had a bad day here. I've had some discouraging days when I didn't understand the Bible. But if you just keep on bearing down, it's going to come to you. God's going to bless you. This place is going to bless you. Uh, and I thank you all for listening to me. Y'all have a good night. All right, to keep our senior citizen cavalcade coming, um, we next have Mr. Brian McIntyre. I just want to thank everybody at his way and uh, thank all the staff and all the volunteers and they're all real good people, and they've helped me a lot. And, um, you know, I want to thank my aunt and my cousins for being here and helping me. It means a lot. And uh, I want to thank the people at the thrift store where I work. I appreciate all of y'all, Patrick and all of them. And uh, I want to read Philippians 2, um, verse 3. <clears throat> Do nothing out of selfishness, 
selfish ambition or vain concept, conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. And I appreciate it. Thank you. So our last speaker for tonight, who continues our senior citizen parade, <laughs> is the youngest of our group um, of senior citizens, Mr. 61-year-old Reggie Hill. Uh, at this time, I would like to recognize a lot of people who've been helping me through this process. And he did see me through it. And you all did too. First of all, I would like to thank the Hisway staff, including everyone. That means the driver, everyone. I've been on the battle with me, but I made it through it. Um, newcomers, I'd like to say to you that communication is the best thing. Get closer to the brothers. It gets hard, but just talk and communicate with the other brothers and you can do good. This program will make it, you make a program, what you make it, you can succeed. I'm a little bit nervous, y'all. I should have written this out loud line like Tom Hanks, but I don't just gonna wing it. But I love each and every one of you all. And just do good. You all have supported me through my illness. You were there with me. And I really do appreciate you very much. Um, I have a lot of support here tonight, too. My family, my mother couldn't be here tonight. She's ill with COVID. My ex-wife, she couldn't be able, they were coming together, but they could not make it. But they're here with me. But I would like for my family here to stand because I have all the support right here that I need. Family, will you stand? I love your family. I love you all so much. Y'all see the support that I have behind me? I have all these people behind me. We mm -hmm. love you too. I love you too. But there are three people who mean the most to me. Four, actually. My daughter-in-law, Brittany. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. Thank you for the support that you give me. Three people who means the world to me are my children. Without them, I wouldn't be here. It was the hardest thing for me to do to tell them what I was going through. But you know what they did? They opened their arms to me. They showed the love to me. They said, Daddy, we got you. And they've been having me ever since I've been here. Stand up, children. <laughs> my daughter, Candace. My daughter, Candace. My daughter, Jessica. My son, Reggie II. How you doing? I love you all. Staff, Miss Cherry. 
I love you all so much. And this next song is dedicated to each and every one, all of you all. Thanks, I love you. get our certificates. So Reggie, come on back up here. Um, one, we have a coin that we give all of our nine-month graduates, something they can keep with them as kind of a token and a reminder of the full armor of God that we have because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and the defense and protection that we have because of him. And so I want you to have that and hang on to it. And I also have your certificate as our 437th graduate. Um, says, his way proudly presents this certificate of completion to Reggie Hill. He entered top found, says, began living his way, dated July 17th of 2022. Congratulations. Certificates as Hidgeway proudly presents this certificate of completion of Rex Seegers. He entered Sop Found Sess began living his way, dated also July 17th of 2022. Congratulations. Thank you. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Brian McIntyre. Certificate says his way proudly presents this certificate of completion of Brian McIntyre. He entered, sought, found, says began living his way, dated August 8th of 2022. Our kind, gracious Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for all the blessings that you pour out on us, and we're so thankful for the change that you've brought about in these men's lives. We pray that as they uh, move on from here and begin a new chapter in their life, that you'll be with them and bless them and help them to remember, always remember how much you bless them and how much they need you and how much all of us need you. I pray that you'll uh, bless not only them, but their families and all those who support them, and I uh, pray that you'll help them to uh, lean on those folks and um, for help if they need it, uh, but also pray that they'll be a blessing now to the community, to all those who are around them, and uh, just be with them and bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.